0: Hello, beautiful human. Thank you so much for letting us into your ears today. We are about to catch up with Pau Fu. He has a brand new album and a whole lot to say. Today's interview, by the way, being delivered to you by GoPuff. GoPuff changing the way we get everything delivered. Thousands of items available right now in the palm of your hands. GoPuff will get you instantly everything from home goods to electronics to booze and snacks. Whatever you need, just GoPuff it. Won't regret it. I use them literally every day. They've changed the way I live. Go Puff Zach 10 Use that code when you're checking out And you'll save $10 off your first two orders Zach 10 Use it And you'll save Now Let's get to pal food Shall we Hello beautiful human I am Zach That is Dan And we welcome to the studio isaiah faber also known as pow food mm-hmm. thanks for having me guys yeah 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 <laughs> thanks for being here mm-hmm. it's good to know that you came for snacks mm-hmm. <laughs> are you here for anything else that's the no. real question no i'm I, not I, didn't
1: think so. I, I saw somebody call you pofu the other day and i was like am i saying this wrong no
0: they're saying it wrong they're saying it wrong yeah.
2: thank, god. thank they, god i put a w in there like hoping people would see it but some people just don't see it you know so it's
0: <laughs> we, they just look right past the W. Yeah,
2: and then they say pofu
0: and it sounds like tofu. I'm like, ah. Do you like tofu? No. Hmm. It's pretty I, good if you prepare it right. I like meat, you know? Interesting. Yeah. What kind of meat you like? Beef. Got it. Grass-fed cows. Yeah, from Canada? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, please take a slurp. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> that was good ASMR right there. I, I'm doing an ASMR interview like... Soon here, so I got I got to practice.
0: This is a good rehearsal for you. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll judge it based on our goosebump meter or something. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to discuss here because it's so weird. Uh, you are one of the, you're one of the few artists that we didn't know pre-COVID. Mm. We met over the pandemic mm-hmm. solely over Zoom, mm-hmm. and uh, now we meet in person for the first time. It's awesome. And we met you at a moment in time where your life was, I mean, changing. Yeah. pretty rapidly. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, for sure. How would you describe Coffee for Your Head in May of 2020? Uh, do you remember it? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do know that. Yeah. That, so that,
2: that that's when COVID hit. So that's like when it was starting to blow up. Right. Um, I don't know. I, it flew by pretty quick. Like I got, I got flown out to LA for the first time and I, like I met the whole label around that time and I, I got interviews and all that stuff and it was all kind of just flying by pretty quick um I was like I feel like I was really nervous you know like I like looking back at those interviews and stuff I was like man like i I remember like being like shaky and <laughs> stuff you know um yeah, I feel like my confidence has grown a lot since then which is good um I don't know it was, it was crazy there's not much there's not much I can I don't I don't know how to explain it.
0: Were you creatively ready for what was about to happen to you and like let's set aside like Having the ability to sit through a bunch of interviews and like talk about yourself That's like a whole other side of being an artist, but let's just Mm -hmm. talk about Creatively like were you prepared to meet the moment that was essentially sit in front of you? I was prepared in some ways
2: like Like growing up my my dad was in a band and he was pretty big in canada named and, after your last name right? yeah favorite drive yeah. yeah they were like a pop punk canadian band and um they're like they they got decently big in canada and so like we'd go to the grocery stores or random place and he'd get recognized and stuff you know and so it's like i kind of i kind of had like secondhand fame i guess you know like i kind of knew what it felt like and i was kind of used to it so on that side of things like when deathbed blew up was like I feel like I was more prepared than most, like, 19-year-olds, you know, that are, like, blow up out of nowhere, and it's like, whoa, fame is crazy and stuff, you know? Um, So on that side, I felt more prepared and, like, a bit more grounded and stuff. Um, But at the same time, I had no idea that Deathbed was going to blow up and, like, when it did and stuff, you know? And it it happened pretty quick. Um,
0: Yeah, I don't know. How many other songs did you have on your hard drive to be released once that song blew up? I had quite a few, like...
2: At that time, uh, all all I was doing was, actually, no, i trying to remember if I was working a part-time job. I think I was. Yeah, I thought you were. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was, so I probably quit that, which is a pretty cool d- difference, you know, like, make a <laughs> full-time money off of music, which is awesome. Um... What was the question?
0: <laughs> Do you have songs ready to be released to follow up?
2: Mm. Coffee for your head, or I, I'm pretty sure I did. Like I'm used to it. Was my next release right after, and like that when
0: I had finished,
2: and I, I feel like I usually have a lot of a lot of songs in the in the background waiting.
0: This song blows up. Do you mm-hmm. feel like you have to change the way you make music after that?
2: You definitely get like, um, yeah, you definitely kind of feel that way. I di- I didn't want to though. I was like, because deathbed is like. I didn't really know another song that sounded like that, you know? And so, I was like, Deathbed blew up by me just making what I wanted to make, you know? So I was like, I'm going to kind of stay with that, you know, and just keep making what I want to make. And, like, I'm not going to try to aim or change my thing to get another hit, you know? Um,
0: yeah, so I just I just kept making it how I always did. Bebop Doobie added something special to that record. Mm-hmm. How do you... As you look at this album, right, you're about to enter your debut. It, it is a debut album, technically. There's a- no.
2: it is it not? Sorry the the deathbed album or no
0: no no. Well, you have a new album coming. Oh yeah yeah. How do you okay? Let's how do you categorize your career? Because some people are like they are, they stay away from a debut album. They also try to stay away from a sophomore album. So what uh, you released that compilation of songs back in the pandemic 2020 because Coffee for Your Head came with other records, right? Yeah. Is that an album? Is that a mixtape? What do you call that? I call it an EP. Okay, got it. Mm -hmm. So what do you call what's coming in December? Uh, I'd say an album. Debut album or what? I don't know what debut means. Your first album ever? Oh,
2: I, I guess so. I, yeah, I guess. I've, I've never released a, an album with this many songs, so yeah. So yeah, yeah it's your first album. Yeah, it was my debut album. <laughs> <laughs> I, <I've>, I literally <laughs> thought I
0: was fucking going crazy. For no, it that, that's me, though, that's me. It's like, oh shit.
2: Yeah, no, I've I've never really said the word debut. Is it debut? Yeah. Okay. Well they don't have that word in Canada. That's bullshit. I think they do. They I'm, just, I'm just I'm just kind of weird. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, it's my it's my debut album. Let's go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so okay. You really are... (laughs) You could really change the way you make music post Coffee for Your Head, because I'm sure producers and a bunch of people want to write with you and are reaching out, right? Yep. You have a hit song that's beyond a hit. Everybody wants a piece of it, blah, blah, blah. What do you carry with you, though, from that record that you end up using or instilling in the music that we're about to get on this debut album? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean,
2: I'm still making, like, I feel like a lot of people will start in their room and stuff, and they'll move into studios and producers and stuff, and it's, like, I'm still making it on the exact same setup that I made Deathbed, you know? Like, like all my new music. And, like, I think the that's quality it. is getting a bit better, but it's, like, I'm still trying to keep the lo-fi and, like, personal feelings to everything, you know? And, um, yeah, like, basically, I feel like I... Like, chill hip-hop is, like, that's, like, my favorite. And then I also love punk music, you know? And so, like, I kind of just, like go in between those two and i try to hit like i don't know whenever i release an ep or album i always try to release different kind of sounding songs within those categories so that like hoping that if somebody listens to it they'll at least like one of them you know or something
0: you have a cover of taylor swift yeah on this album mm-hmm. why i
2: don't know i thought it was kind of cool
0: <laughs> <laughs> i
2: uh yeah I, I grew up listening to taylor swift like my dad would play it when i'm going to sleep like on full blast and I just fall asleep to Taylor Swift, and um, I was listening. Like sometimes I'll reminisce on her on her old country album, you know. And uh, I was listening to mine in the car, and I was like, "This kind of sounds like it could be like a punk song, but there there wasn't like punk drums or anything." So I was like, "I guess I'll I'll try to do it."
0: Yeah. And, and why did it need to be on the album, though? Uh, to help tell the story you're looking to tell. To be honest, the label really wanted it on the album,
2: and I was like, okay. <laughs> so i put i put it on there and like i don't have a punk i don't have another punk song on the album so it might be a cool change- up you know
0: are you looking to tell a story with this body of
2: work um no i tell stories through the songs not not i don't they don't tie together usually you know
0: do you set any expectations for for, for what you want to achieve or goals for it no zero i i don't like it i don't
2: like expectations do you have you ever had them yeah and i and I've been let down, you know? When? Where? Um, well, just, like, just, like, expecting to get another hit or something, you know? Like, I've had songs from, like, oh, this one's gonna be big, just like Deathbed, you know? And then it's, like, it's not, and you get let down, you know? And then it's just, like, things like that. Just setting, It's just, like, you can't, like, I don't know, I feel like I'm happier when I have no
0: expectations, and I'm just happy for everything that happens, you know? Do you constantly compare... The music you make to deathbed i used to
2: i feel like more but not anymore i feel like i'm past that what changes deep deep questions eh? Right? <laughs> <laughs> um uh i feel like it's kind of just like yeah it's just like my heart and my mindset and like just growing more confident confident in like my faith with with god and like, everything I feel like, you know, just growing up, being more mature and stuff and...
0: Do you ask yourself the question of why you do this, make music? Yeah. Have you come up with an answer? Well,
2: I think I was kind of meant to do it. I think Death by Blowing Up is kind of a sign that I was meant to do it, because the chances of having a song hit over a billion views is like, I don't know, that's a tiny percent,
0: mm-hmm. you know? And you're and you're close to two billion, I believe streams on that thing
2: overall yeah maybe yeah it's it's actually quite crazy to think about because tiktok it had like hundreds of thousands of videos made with it right it it might be in millions i'm not sure um and it's like each of those videos can blow up and get views too you know and like so many of them blew up and so it's like I feel like I might be in the billions of views on that song, which is like, there's only 7 billion people in the world. It's like, what the heck? So
0: Deathbed is sitting at 1.3 billion just on Spotify. Yeah. And I want to make it clear. Deathbed is a huge record. We'll Mm -hmm. live on for way, way after all of us in this room are gone. Mm -hmm. What is, like, have you rationalized that or even given that any sort of thought?
2: Yeah. And yeah, the, the only thing I can get from it is like, God wanted it to happen, you know, and I got to like try and use it for, for good as best as I can, you know, so.
0: When you say God wanted it to happen, Mm -hmm. do you believe, what role does religion or faith play in what you do on a day to day? Um,
2: kind of everything. Like, like a big thing for me is like, I'll get, I'll get sad, you know, there's just one example, but. Basically, I'll get sad. Like, if I'm angry or mad, like, I usually just shut my door, and I'll, and I'll freaking fall asleep on my bedroom floor, you know? I'll just lay there because, like, I don't want to do anything. And then the only reason I get up is, like, because I feel like Jesus is, like, t- like, he has he has reason for me to be here, and, and there's meaning behind my life, you know? And, like, that's basically it. It's just, like, I would be more depressed. I'd be more scared. I Like, so many things is just, like, I feel like the world has so much different stuff that throws it, you know, and like I feel like humans, like we're all broken and have struggles that that we come into this life with, you know. It's like there's no way I could navigate through life, like based on my on my knowledge, you know. It's like I feel like I'm like we're all kind of dumb in, in different ways, you know. It's like it's it's nice and peaceful to know that there's somebody who's perfect, like that wants to guide my steps, you know.
0: Can you describe that feeling of? <laughs> Wanting to get up after being On the ground Not wanting to do anything Mm -hmm. Like what is that What what does that feel like What is that moment of reality Can you describe it to me I
2: feel like I feel like it's a constant cycle Of like um, I feel like everybody gets sad and stuff You know And like when I get sad It's like I start questioning everything You know And it I feel like the questions get deeper and deeper Until it's like why, why am I alive like why am I here and everything you know and then it's like I. it always comes back to like um like God chose me to be here for a reason sorry am I answering the question you I, are you are you are um I don't know I, I don't know it's hard, it's hard to
0: it's hard to explain but yeah. yeah but that is faith right faith is not always the easiest to explain to others but it is to us what mm-hmm. it is to us mhm and that is, that is power, mm-hmm. right? That is darkness, That that is light in a dark moment. Yeah. Mainly because religion in that moment for you seems to be whatever it is that you needed to be to get up and to keep moving again. Mm-hmm. As you look at what you're doing in terms of music, do you f- feel like your music fulfills a larger mission?
2: Yeah. I mean, when I went on, I went on tour for the first time this past summer. And, um, it was like my first time like meeting fans in person and stuff and playing live, you know? And, um, it, it was really cool cause it was like the first time, like after every show I wanted to meet every single person that came. So I, I had like a giant lineup at the door of, of just people walking up and saying hi. And like the amount of people that I met where they're like, Hey, like you gave me hope or you saved me or you saved my life, like your music and stuff, you know? Um, excuse me. It's
0: the applesauce. Yeah. That go coming <laughs> going on. <laughs>
2: Um, it's just like it's just like eye opening and it's like like I know I don't have the power to change somebody's life or save it, you know, and it's like I feel like it's just like God working through my music and and like he gave me the talent or the hard work to be able to like write lyrics that that relate with people, and yeah,
0: is it hard or taxing on you emotionally to write lyrics that connect so deeply with another person?
2: no, I um I, I quite enjoy it and like i've um I've actually i've thought of becoming like I've wanted to go to school to become like a counselor like I, I love talking to people and having deep conversations and like trying to understand them better and you know just sort like sort through things and yeah,
0: so when you're creating okay, let's go into this album here, right? when you're working on mine, are these songs ripped from your reality or the reality of others in your life or imagination? Sorry, are you saying for my or all the all the songs in the album yeah um
2: let me think of the songs um well yeah it's, it's kind of just like a like I was saying it's kind of just I choose songs I think will go go good together and, and are a bit different and every song I make is like i usually i usually don't think like a lot of people go into the studio with an idea of what they're gonna write about, you know, and like for me it's like I, I usually start writing by just, like, freestyling in my head and and recording it and stuff, and then, like, waiting for an idea to come up, you know? And then I'll be like, oh, that's, like, a cool idea or a cool story or whatever, and then I'll, like, whatever I've been feeling, like, the past month or friends I've been talking to, I feel like everything in life kind of just piles into it, you know? I like, understand that. Yeah.
0: You, you just collect, 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 and when you sit down and freestyle, it just kind of trickles out?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm I'm not good at I'm not good at freestyling, so like it'll sometimes I'll freestyle though and there'll be a word that I say or something and it'll be like, Oh, that's like a cool word, I'm a I'm a build off of this and then that's when like I can I can write down what I've been feeling or hearing lately and all that stuff, you know?
0: Who's in the studio with you? I mean it's still at your house. So yeah, it's it's just me. Really? Mhm. Why is that important to keep intact? <laughs> well, To be honest,
2: like, when I'm in the studio, I usually feel bad because I'll sit down for hours, like, writing lyrics sometimes. Like, sometimes I can, like, deathbed, I I wrote it in, like, 10 minutes or something. Um, But, like, a lot of time I'll be sitting there for, like, just hours, you know, just trying to think of, like, one line or something. So, like, when I have a producer or another artist in the studio with me, it's, like, I feel rushed, you know? Yeah. And so, like, it's fun to be in the studio sometimes because it's good to be pushed and rushed and stuff sometimes. But, like, Most of the time I just care about my lyrics like so much. I feel like that's like the most important thing to me So like I love just being by myself because then I know nobody's waiting on me I don't feel bad for anything. You know, it's like I can I can take as much time as I want Are
0: you sending your music in different phases of the creative process to anybody else or is it just really kept internally to you? Um,
2: I'll usually just like when I'm done, I'll I'll make the whole song and then I'll send it to uh, to somebody to get it mastered (laughs) So is that is it like that for every song on mine? Yeah, um, I mean, I don't. Some sometimes I don't make the beats. Like I, usually, I'll f- I'll find the beats from friends sending it to me or or YouTube or something.
0: <laughs> so you've changed nothing really.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Just, what that's what, amazing. What made you want
1: to sign with a major label? It doesn't seem like something you would do.
2: I never wanted to sign to a label. Like I always wanted to stay independent. Because growing up, my dad signed to. I don't know what label, I forget. But he signed to a label with his band um, in Canada. And, like, his deal was shit. Basically, he got ripped off, like, really hard. And there's a lot of people that were just, like, fake and didn't care about it, you know? Mm. And it's, like, growing up, I remember, like, having that stress. And, like, my... Like, we used to... Like, we were we were living pretty good my family. And we would, like, go to dinner and, and eat and stuff every once in a while. And then a bunch of stuff just happened. And all of a sudden, we were, like, claiming bankruptcy, you know? And then, like, we were getting food from from um the the shelters or whatever like. yeah
0: the food, food food bank I know exactly. yeah from the yeah. food bank
2: and it's just like that's a pretty crazy it's like, it was like a drastic change you know and like we weren't poor or anything I'm not complaining um
0: yeah, but it like, was a struggle
2: yeah it was it was it, it's it's pretty gnarly when you like when you're like in a band and you're doing good and you're you're making money for your family and then all of a sudden it's like like you find out, like you're getting ripped off, and your money's gone. You claim bankruptcy. You gotta like, you know, it's it's a pretty crazy thing.
0: So obviously that, tr- that 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 fuels awareness and knowledge as you enter into your own career, right? Yeah. So
2: I was I was I hated labels from from that like from that um, situation, right? And so I, I like when I started making music, I was like, I'm doing good, uh, independent. You know, mm-hmm. I want to stay independent. I was like, I love this. I get to release music whenever I want i get most of the money you know and then um and then deathbed started blowing up on soundcloud and youtube and stuff and it was like it was getting millions of views right and like every the only the only reason i signed is because every day i was getting dms from people saying like hey release deathbed on spotify it was just like just flooded you know like everywhere i look and i was like i literally can't like i reached out to be a badoobie and and her label dirty hits and like they just weren't getting back because like they're just like oh this is some small artist that's like Taking our song Whatever you know And um So I was like I felt pretty stressed I was like I, I do not know what to do You know I was like I felt bad Cause like These people wanted this song I couldn't give it to them and I was like nah, like And also I, th- I felt like The song could be big After all that feedback You know So I was like Dang like This could maybe help Be a Badoobie And, and stuff as well You know It did Yeah And then so I was like Literally I, I tried reaching out And then I gave up on it I was like Nothing's working I was like so then I I did something like that's bad I guess what do you do? <laughs> uh, basically I uploaded it without any permission onto Spotify onto streaming services right cause I was like <laughs> like I gotta give these people what they want you know <laughs> yeah. like they're freaking coming at me hard <laughs> and like I felt bad that I didn't have permission but I also like told them I was like I'll give you guys 100% of the royalties and everything like I just wanted it out cause I, I felt bad for people right and um so I posted it it started blowing up even more like it was doing really good on Spotify and stuff and then like I think it was out for like two weeks or something and then i get a email from spotify saying like hey your thing got your song got striked down or whatever um i was like oh well that sucks but like i tried it you know like there's not much more Mm -hmm. i can do and then good thing i didn't get like fined or anything i (laughs) I probably could have gotten big trouble you know um yeah so respect for that like to to whoever didn't find me anyways (laughs) um and then that's when labels hit me up and i was like well here's Here's like A pat like Cause the label saw That the song was doing good on Spotify They got taken down They're like Oh this is our opportunity To like Strike Get some crazy money You know So then They hit me up And I was like Well if I sign to a label I should probably just do Like the biggest one You know Like the the best ones Which was Universal or Columbia And um So they were going Back and forth With each other Like Upping each other's deals And stuff And I was like The main thing I wanted Was a short I just wanted a short contract where I could get out as soon as I could, you mm-hmm. know, and um, and so that's what I told them, and I was like, and I want obviously as much percentage on Deathbed as I can get, and um, and I just want it on Spotify, that, that was the main thing, and that's basically the only reason I signed because I wanted it on Spotify.
0: So, but by the way, you've had other big songs beyond Deathbed, <clears throat> Eyes Blue Like the Atlantic is so fucking good. Thank you. (laughs) How does that even come together? Because that is, it's a large song with a bunch of people on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one. Do they come to you or do you go to them?
2: They came to me for that one. Um, I think, yeah, Sarcastic was on that, I think. And so like, I think he was working on the beat with his other producer and then Roseboy made a verse on it and then they sent it to me to put a verse on it. I put a verse on it and they're like, I think the labels are like, believed in that song and ever so like we gotta get another bigger artist on it too so then they hit up Alec Benjamin
1: yeah
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's a great record thank you <laughs> it's uh, who wrote it did you write it uh what part you wrote your verse I wrote my verse yeah sick
2: thank you yeah
0: Dead Eyes is a good one too I mean again Thanks, like a bunch of records close to 100 million streams well let's say
1: you did say you, have, you do have a bunch of great songs but you uh said anyone that's saying I'm a one hit wonder I agree I don't make mainstream type music mm-hmm. You really consider yourself a one-hit wonder? I mean, you
2: do have fans, no, you have but other... but from the outside in looking in, I think people think I'm a one-hit wonder, you know? Like, when people go to my page, they see a billion, they look at the next one, it's like um, a million or whatever, you know? It's like, uh, it looks like a one-hit wonder, but like, I don't consider myself a one-hit wonder, I guess, because it's like, I still got... Like, a one-hit wonder, I feel like, is like you make one hit, and then you disappear, and you have no fans or whatever, you know? Yeah. It's like, I feel like I still have a lot of a lot of you is a big fan base you know like a lot of people that still listen to me so and a, like,
0: a lot of great records thank you the song <laughs> with Boy With Youke is so good too thank you <laughs> lot, like how do you approach a collaboration like that do you come in with ideas do you take their ideas and add to it
2: uh for that one I, I told him to send me some stuff and uh he sent that one I was like my, my wife is from she grew up in Paraguay so like she speaks Spanish and stuff so I was like it would be cool to like have a little Spanish song I mm-hmm. guess you know so I didn't even know what Contigo meant. I had to ask her. And then, yeah, <laughs> that, that, was a, that was a cool song. I, I, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah.
0: How long have you been married?
2: Uh, a year and a half. You like it? Yeah. I hate it.
0: <laughs> no, I, I like it. How old are you? Uh, 23. Oh, my God. When did we meet you?
2: Mm, two years ago. When I was 21. Oh, shit. How old's your wife? 21. Wow. Mm-hmm. How'd you meet? Uh this is another kind of long story, but I'll make it quick. Basically, uh, I went, I was working right after grade 12 when I was making music, I was working this job that I hated and um, I was like, I, don't know, I was kind of sad and I felt like I was doing nothing with my life. And then I felt like I needed to make a change and, I, and there's like this summer camp I heard of, like a Christian summer camp and like I felt like maybe I should go there and try it out because I didn't really have any Christian friends or anything. I was like, wasn't progressing in my faith. You know, it was just like kind of a boring spot in life and then, I've never been to a summer camp before. I had no idea what to expect. I didn't know anybody there, but I was like, you know what, I'm gonna freaking go for it and do something crazy, you know? (laughs) And so I quit my job. I went to the summer camp for two months. And basically I met this guy there who was like really cool. And then he was like, he had sisters and stuff. And then he introduced me to his, apparently his sister really liked my music. And then we started Mm. DMing on Instagram. And then they pulled up to my church one time and I met her in person. And then we uh, went on a date. No, that was that. Sick. <laughs>
0: yeah. And now we're married. Yeah. Did we have to have? Do we have to be married to have sex? Uh. <laughs> Is that your dad in the back? Yeah. yeah. Wait, your dad's here. <laughs> yeah, my dad's my manager. Oh fuck! Yeah. Your dad's a really nice guy. I. I, I <laughs> they looked exactly the same when he walked in. I was I like, did, that's got to be his dad. Did not notice. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> looked well, the exact same. That's anyway, awesome. back to the question. Um.
2: know. <laughs> Yes. Um, let's let's move on. For, let's <laughs> for this, let's cool.
0: But like, like you are like you you are punk, uh, but you're giving a new like. How do you see what it means to make like? What is the genre to you of pop punk or punk alternative? Um, how do you define it?
2: It's a good question. I've I've been like, people get mad at me. Like sometimes, like I like pop punk. That's like my favorite genre. Mm-hmm. I'd say. But sometimes I'll say punk rock by accident, and people be like, that's not punk rock. <laughs> They'll get heated, and I'm like, sorry. I mean, they're, like, very connected. Like, right? Are they not siblings? I
1: mean, yeah, to me, it's like, it's like who's going to get angry at that? It's basically the same thing.
2: Yeah, it's just, like, punk rock, I think, is a bit more heavier drums yeah, and maybe yeah. a bit more heavier vocals. Pop punk's a bit more, like, light, lighthearted. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, that's a good description, actually.
0: With that exact <laughs> sound. Yeah, that's a great
2: description. Example. Yeah, pop punk... Yeah, I just love pop punk. I grew up listening to Yellow Card and Simple Plan, and my dad's yeah. band was like pretty pop punk. Um, and so it was kind of like, we'll go squeeze it coming out again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I grew up listening to that, and I liked it a lot. And then in high school, I got introduced to hip hop. I was like, whoa, what is this? And you combine both. Pardon me? And you combine both. Yeah, but in high school, I only liked hip hop, I didn't like punk music anymore you know and then it wasn't until like grade 11 12 I think when I was like started listening to uh, punk again I was like I actually really love punk you know it was like remind me of my childhood and stuff and um anyways your question about how do I define it it's like I I've been Blink 182 is my favorite band and I'll listen to their album on repeat that's kind of the only album I've ever listened to on repeat you know like Animal of the State and uh, they like self titled album also, take off your pants and jacket. Anyway, jacket, whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> um, anyways, I think it's. Uh, I love. I don't. Know, I. W- I wasn't even really a- alive. Well, I, I was just too young when Blink started getting big, you know, to like be a part of their their journey. I feel like, but like when I listened to it, I kind of, I feel like they're like they started something like crazy, you know, and they would just talk about whatever they wanted and like, I love the edgy lyrics, you know, just like. Saying stupid shit I I just think I have a lot of respect For that you know
0: And that's what I'm trying To like Figure out is like Could your faith Come in the way Of being a Rock star in that genre Um I think for some people It could
2: But like for me It's like I don't know Being a Christian Like Where I'm from at least Is like most people Aren't Christian you know So it's like I feel like you kind of Have to have an attitude Where like you don't care You know and it's like For me it's like I don't care what people think If I believe in God or not You know It's like So like I feel like that's kind of like Punk in itself It's just like Like punk I feel like it's like just not caring What people think You know so
0: It's true Yeah Do you feel like you're Making your dad proud
2: Yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: You hesitated there
2: Yeah He's not listening Yeah no he uh He's he's a pretty emotional guy So like He'll tear up quite a bit Yeah And and I think that's kind of Proof that he's He's proud
0: well, I mean, there had like, dude, like, for so many reasons has to be proud. One, like, you're continuing to make music, which is something he's done for forever. Mm-hmm. And two, like, you're achieving great success all over the world. And, like, I I was on the radio very heavily in Canada. I have a lot of Canadian artists who are very close to me and friends. Oh, yeah? Dude, still making, being heard in America and outside of Canada is still a huge fucking feat. Really? You don't think so? I, I.
2: I don't think so. No, I don't really think so.
0: Re- I mean, But, like... Are you still based in Vancouver?
2: Uh-huh. Okay.
0: But do you know how many artists exist in Canada that only get paid money because they're a part of CanCon and only get radio play because their government is forcing their music on the airwaves mm. and, like, they try to break overseas or even literally fucking a mile south in mm. Michigan? Yeah. And it's incredibly difficult.
2: Yeah, I... It's really I, fucking hard. Yeah. No, I didn't know that was a thing, and... I didn't know that if it still was or not, because a lot of the artists I talk to, is like we start in our bedroom on SoundCloud, you know? And so it's like your music is like everywhere. Like yeah, people instantly. don't even know where you're from, you know? So it's like that way. I feel like if you start that way, it's it's easy to, like I was bigger in the States the whole, my whole music career Before, than I was in Canada. Which you know? is
0: crazy. Yeah. Well, but, but it makes sense because you're right. The internet is global instantly. But in that moment, like Canada can then catch up and like it, it your dad definitely knows, but like, they have to play Canadian artists yeah. a certain amount every hour. Yeah. So, like, they are artists that only maintain careers that go between Calgary and Vancouver, and that's it. Yeah, which you know? sucks, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's highly limiting. Mm-hmm. It really, really is. And you can look at every Canadian artist, and the severe minority, like, like very, 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 very tiny, end up making it outside. In a meaningful way, outside of a like one song or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you're right. I mean, now with the internet, everybody is everywhere all the time, so you're not restricted by borders, whatso fucking ever. Yeah. Um, but I do. I, there. I, what you're achieving, where you're going, is pretty fucking wild, and uh, I respect the fact that you still make music at home in a in a in your room. Thanks, man. I mean, will that really remain the same for as long as you make music? Uh, Are you nervous about the day you're forced out of it <laughs> yeah i th- I
2: think it'll stay the same um i uh another thing is is like my studio's always been in my bedroom kind of, well I guess right now it's not it's in my office, but it's always in like a small room you know and i've and I have like same tiny speakers and microphone and stuff and um I just bought a house with my wife, and Mazel it's little yeah, so it's like the first time I'm gonna have like a, a room dedicated to being like complete a, a studio, you know And so it'll be cool to upgrade. I'm, I'm pretty excited for that.
0: What's the story behind watch me miss? Can you sing it for me? <laughs> you really don't remember? Watch me miss featuring uh, Jomi. Yeah Do you want me to play it for you? play am the start, I'm play gonna the start. sing it for you. Jesus <laughs> Christ I'm not gonna that'll induce vomit
2: I, I make so many songs and like the thing is, that people don't understand, is like I started that song probably a year ago, you know, and it's like it takes so long to get songs out and so it's like when people are like, hey like what were you feeling when you wrote the song, it's like it's hard to remember sometimes. Yeah, so totally. That like, um,
0: but how are you picking what songs make it to this album then?
2: Yeah, kind of like what I said, like whatever. The label says? No. <laughs> No, whatever
0: goes together sonically.
2: Not even I try to. I try to do opposite. I try to make like the. the, I choose the ones that like sound different. You know. That's it. Yeah. So I know most albums. It's like they release. Like I think almost every artist. It's like if they're going a bit more country, they'll make a country album. And it's like oh, if they want to do a bit more upbeat stuff, they'll make an upbeat album. But like for me, it's like I try to keep it just freaking variety the whole time. You know.
0: So I do want to know what "Watch Me Miss" even means. Also, washing off the blood. Mm-hmm. Do you need a little bit of that? cheese <laughs> Do you remember this song?
2: I I remember this one. Yeah, no. It came Where to, were you for washing off the blood or Washing Me mess?
0: what's go to washing off the blood.
2: Okay, okay. Washing well, off the blood. That was basically when I was writing it. I actually made that beat, which was kind of cool. I don't usually make my beats. Um. Anyway, so I made the why, beat.
0: Why was that different? Why did you make it that time?
2: I don't know. I um. I think I was on Splice. the the way I usually make my beats is I'm on splice looking for uh, like a little noise to put in a song and then I hear like this melody by accident I'm like oh that's a nice melody and then I'll try to make a beat around that melody and make a whole new song so I think that's probably what happened anyways it was like it was kind of like an eerie sounding like um, synth and stuff and then I had like a cool melody for it like the da 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 and I was like I was just kind of freestyling and I, was, I think I freestyled uh, The stressing out like 99 times And then I A lot of my songs They've just been about like running away Like Like uh, Like having the I don't know It's kind of a cool I'm kind of infatuated by like The end of the world And shit starts going crazy And like You're running for your life Kind of thing you know And so that song was like I was kind of talking about like The government getting corrupt And like They think they thought I did something bad or something. And, like, the girl I'm with is, like, pregnant at the time. And it's kind of just, like, a hectic story, you know? And we're trying to run away and, like, hide in Alaska and stuff.
0: But yeah. all from imagination. This is yeah. not real life. Yeah. So where do you have to enter to, like, let your imagination go that wild? Like, what zone? It's just my office. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I I don't know. I, I just I just sit down
2: and I feel like the beat, it kind of just, like, starts putting pictures in my head, you know? Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Uh I'm assuming Wait,
1: quick, quick the Wait. album's name is Surrounded by Hounds and Serpents, right? Mm-hmm. You, Why that's... The f- fuck did I think it was called
0: Mine? Why is yeah. it labeled as mine that's on Taylor that's Swift not cover. the album
2: yet? That's um Yeah, it's it's weird. I'm...
0: But it is is that not is that not like your little waterfall page? Like these are all songs released from this one by yeah, the that, That's what I'm confused about too. <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> It's like I'm, I mean we signed to a major fucking label For this problem not to occur Yeah Okay I, I mean I
2: don't I don't. I think it's kind of a cool problem though Because it's like you hit mine And then you see these other songs You know So it's kind of nice But that's not the album Like uh,
0: But I'll, are they from the album? These songs? Yeah Yes They're,
2: they're are. gonna be on the album Got yeah. it But yeah The album's called Surrounded by Hounds and Serpents And um I just try to make my album name Sound cool You know It does sound cool And I thought that sounded badass And um the picture that goes with it i feel like it kind of fits the vibe and it's just like kind of like um like i was saying earlier like being a christian i feel like i get looked down upon quite a bit for that and then being married it's like and then making music i just feel like a lot of things i do is like people like are like what you know and so it's like i feel like there's a lot of fake people that um there's also a lot of fake people that'll be like yo congrats on your success and that's all they care about instead of like how are you you know and, um, I just think there's a lot of, a lot of distractions and nonsense, so I'm just surrounded by it, you know?
0: Is it hard to determine who's around you because they want to be around you and who's around you because they want something?
2: No. I feel like <laughs> I've gotten really good at that. Really? Yeah. For some reason, it's just like, the the thing is, bro, I, I feel like you can feel love from people, you know? And, like, I've had friends, like, grade nine, like, I, I was homeschooled until grade four, and then grade five to grade nine, I had, like, the same friends, and then this is, like, I'm, I'm younger here, so it's probably a bit different, but anyways, like, I realized they're kind of just, like, they're kind of just jerks, and, like, I don't want to be with them anymore, so I completely left the school, because I was, like, I want to, I want to restart, and so I made a bunch of new friends at this new school, but I was kind of, like, um, I was kind of, like, hyped up, I'm, like, the new kid, like, oh, all the girls like me and stuff, you know? And then, so then I was kind of stupid and I chose bad friends and I was trying to hang out with the cool kids and stuff. And it wasn't until like grade 12 and I was like, man, I don't care who I hang out with and stuff. And then I was just like, I started choosing, like, I hung out with like a lot of, um, like, just like the quieter kids, the more chill people, you know, that they were assholes. Anyways, I feel like I have so, I have a roster of friends now that I've just like, I feel like, I feel like I take my friendship very seriously and like, I um I wanna check in and like I care about them all, you know? And and I feel like when you have deep conversations you can tell how genuine somebody is and like you can feel how much uh care and like love they have for you, you know. And that's kind of just what I base it on. Like if I feel loved by somebody like genuinely and I and I feel like they care about me, then like I'll trust them, you know, and like I'd consider them like one of my best friends, you know. And so like I have a lot of friends in LA actually that I'm staying in an Airbnb with right now. There's like uh, Zany, Jomi, uh, Rose Boy, um, uh Thomas Reed, and like they're all friends that I met way back, way back when. But it's like I've talked to them since, and like I just I just feel loved by them, and I feel like we'll always be friends no matter what. But then there's also people that I've hung out with, and then I I don't want to hang out with them again because I just you know, I don't I don't feel the same he, way. He,
0: you know? Yeah, you read the energy. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people like figure it out by trial and error, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, is I f- I feel like you kind of have to do that, you mm-hmm. know.
0: You got to listen to this album. It comes out in December, but there's a bunch of songs already available. Uh, you can listen to it on Amazon Music. We're gonna put a link in the description below. There's a cover of Taylor Swift's "Mine."
1: Yeah, why is "Mine" the only pop punk song on the album?
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> well, I'm actually in a basement suite right now and like to record punk music. It's kinda loud. gotta be loud, you know? <laughs> and every time I sing, I get embarrassed, bro. I'm like, man, they really? can hear me on the street, you know? <laughs> I don't like. I don't want to sound like some kid just yelling in the basement, so... that's. I recorded the Mind song, actually, in my at my dad's house.
1: Because <laughs> you were embarrassed?
2: Uh No, that's just how it happened. Like, maybe it was, because I, I don't even know. <laughs> but yeah, I recorded it there, so I was fine yelling there. But I don't really record punk music right now in the basement, because, yeah...
0: I hate waking up. Mm. Is that attached to your reality? Or is that an imagine, uh, imagination thing?
2: No, it's, it's definitely bits and pieces. Um, yeah, for a while, uh, I've been thinking about sleep a lot lately. Sleep is kind of a weird thing, bro. Like, um, I've had parts in my life where like I wake up at 7 in the morning every day and I don't need an alarm clock and it feels so nice, you mm-hmm. know? And then there's other parts where it's like you just sleep in and then you wake up You're like, man, I don't want to get up. Like, it's it's weird. Like, the longer you sleep in, the more you don't want to wake up. I feel like for me at least, and um, and I'll I'll go through those phases where it's like I just sleep in every day, and like, it's like, man, I'm just waking up to try and make music, and it's just like, yeah.
0: Usually linked to something larger in life. Yeah, for sure. Nine times out of ten. Yeah. What are you thinking?
1: I was just reading the lyrics to that song. You end it by saying. Is this right? I literally, I have literally no hope. I have nothing left.
2: No, that was Anthony. Who's Anthony? That's Roseboy. Um, He's on the record too. Yeah. Yeah, that that was his little ad lib he added in.
0: <laughs> how is that working? Like when you because you named a bunch of friends, also people who are on songs on this album. Yeah. Do you give people notes when they cut a feature for a record? I I will. It depends how
2: close we are, like um, there's a guy on that record Named Sadboy Prolific Like If he sent me something I, I wouldn't give him feedback Just cause I, I'm not that close with him You know But like Roseboy, Like If he If he said something That I didn't like Or Or something that I th- think Could be better Like I'll tell him And like I hope he'll tell me too Like We kinda We've made a lot of songs together And like We we like each other's feedback You know
0: So you do have a crew That you keep around you Of consistent people Mm-hmm What do you trust about Roseboy Or show me um
2: well I met um when I like when I first started music they're kind of the first artist that I like DM'd on or, well Roseboy was one of the first ones I DM'd on SoundCloud and like we collabed and stuff and it was fun and then we FaceTimed we played ro- you know Rocket League mm-hmm. we played Rocket League together and he kind of just told me his whole life story like our first time talking <laughs> and I was like wow and then we kind of had just like a deep connection ever since and I I felt loved by him and So, like, I kept him around, and, like, I think he's, like, he's one of my favorite artists. Like, I think his lyrics are insane, you know? And that's a big thing for me, like, I was saying, like, lyrics. And so, like, there's some artists I don't really want to collab with because, like, I'm not sure if I'll like their lyrics or where they go with the story. But I feel like Roseboy, he always, he either adds to it or he says, like, what I I was hoping he would say, you know?
0: Mm. He completes it perfectly. Yeah. You got to listen to the new album. It's out in December, but there's a link that you can listen to what what, what currently exists. What, what's the name of it? Surrounded by Hounds and Serpents. Surrounded mm-hmm. by Hounds and Serpents. Very accurate. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> very, very accurate. Sounds like the music industry. Yeah. Sounds sure. like getting famous and rich during yeah. the pandemic off of a TikTok hit. <laughs> That's it. When did you start writing songs for this album? Like, timeline-wise? When was it? Uh, I
2: think Watch Me Miss. I started eight months ago seven seven or eight months ago and it, I think that's probably the old, the oldest one and when did you finish officially the album um I think I Hate Waking Up was like the last one I finished uh which was maybe a month ago Powfu, listen to it
1: final thoughts have you met Bia Badoo I can
2: never B-a-B-a-D-B? get Bia Badoo no you never met her yet no but I have a crazy story like so, basically, she wrote the song Coffee, which Deathbed Sampled, right? And um, she wrote it with her one friend named Ollie. And they were in London, and they wrote it together. Um, and, like, it did good. I never met I never met her. We only DM'd on Instagram. And then um, I didn't know that she wrote it with somebody else, So I thought she wrote it. And then last time I was in L.A. with my wife, like, we both, like, in and out So we're like, let's go to in and out We go there. It was, like, this, like, crowd of people, like, staring at me. I'm, like, oh, like, they probably recognize me, you know? And then the one guy comes up. He's, like, he's, like, are you Pofu? I was, like, I was, like, yeah. And then he's, like, he's, like, no way. He's, like, I wrote Coffee with, with B. And I was, like, wait, what? I was, like, like kind of confused. He's, like, he's like, I wrote, he's, like, I wrote that song. I was, like, I was, like, no way. And, like, we just ran into each other in L.A. And, like, we're both, like, he's from London. I'm from Canada. And we just... At he came at the exact same place At the exact same time And like that was his first time in LA too And I was like What the heck And um So I met him Which he, You made him rich know. Yeah he, he He said to me It's kind of funny He was like um He's like He's like Yo thank you for my For my first house I was like Oh no <laughs> worries It's it kind of funny Anyway He was super nice and <laughs> It's chilling. crazy Yeah I think he probably made more money Than I did from the song To be honest <laughs> Probably yeah Yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, like, what is the ratio on that? Like, It's like, pretty
2: awful, like, because <laughs> I, I was kind of in a shit place. I, like, it was, I was the one trying to release a song that had their song in it, you know? So, like, yeah. they could have done whatever they wanted. And they did? I don't know if they did. I think the label fought back a bit. But I think they had, like, 75 and, like, Columbia had 25 and then, I don't know, stuff like that. Damn. Yeah.
0: You have some, <laughs> changed some lives, though.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: Pretty fucking cool yeah you're gonna do it again, do you feel like you can and will?
2: I mean, he changed my life too, if that's what you're talking about.
0: You change each other's lives, yeah, yeah of course yeah, yeah, but can you have a song like that again? Do you feel like you need that?
2: I don't feel like I need it i don't I don't really like to think of the future. I kind of just live day by day, you know and um, I think I could have another song blow up, but at the same time, it's like songs don't really blow up anymore, you know it's like there's so many songs it's like. I think Deathbed was, like, one of the last songs to, like, be huge on TikTok. Totally. You, know?
0: you ushered in something new, and you also closed the door at the same time.
2: Yeah. Like, there's songs that blow up on TikTok still, but it's like they don't blow up that big anymore. Like, their time frame is way shorter, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, because there's just so many of them. Yeah. You think lo-fi could be
2: mainstream? Uh, Yeah, I mean, Joji's almost yeah. mainstream, and I would say he's lo-fi. True.
1: Is Post Malone ever, like, is any of his music considered lo-fi? Like, what Iverson kind of was.
2: Yeah, his oldest, like, Go Flex and stuff, definitely. The original yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's kind of just like, I don't even know what lo-fi is. It's kind of just like, you just kind of like, it sounds a bit shittier, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, is that is that the qualification? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what Sounds it. like shit, but still sounds good. Yeah, it sounds like shit in a good way, you know? <laughs> S- sounds like everything
2: I do and I, I love like Go Flex and White Iverson and then yeah he's a bit more produced now and you can tell like he's he's recording his vocals in his studio and stuff you know and just personally it's I don't like that as much but is I mean, that why
1: you're gonna stay in the basement or the bedroom I mean you probably have every opportunity to go to a massive studio
2: I've I've gone to studio a few times and like I've actually I have this side project I'm not gonna say the name but we, i have like two albums that are like fully recorded in the studio and it's like <sighs> my voice sounds so different and it's it's cool like listening to it but i'm not gonna release it under Pau food because it's just it's too different what you know?
0: are you doing on these records are you crooning how are you what are what's you, that are you singing yeah it's like a like pop straight singing
2: yeah it's a pop indie um i can maybe play snippet if you want yeah should i fuck? yeah, yeah. It's uh it's kinda cool cool because I didn't know I could make music like this. And that's like that's what that's the cool thing about a studio, is like it, it'll change your sound oh, and t- stuff, you know? But yeah. But I don't like I still like my Pau Fu sound too, you know.
1: Do you not want like do you feel like your fans, the Pau Fu fans won't like what you're making? Is that why you want to separate the projects?
2: Um, that's a it's not that's a part of it, I guess, is like I like to keep I don't like com like with Pau Fu, It's like I have hip hop To punk You know And I kind of want to keep it like that And I don't want to add in Like too many genres yeah. And make it so crazy You know And like I have a lot of songs In in the background That I want to release for Pau Fu That are Pau Fu style You know So it's like I wouldn't want to interrupt that Totally You know With another thing So why not just Do it I'm trying to release them At the same Like I want to get these other songs Out under just a different name You know Do you have a name in mind? Yeah I can't say it though It's, it's kind of like It's kind of like a secret And like People are gonna find out it's me, but oh yeah. But new people that come to it, they're gonna be like, "Who are these guys?" And we're also gonna be wearing, we're, we're wearing masks and shit. Oh, know? it's more than one it's a group. Yeah, it's me and my friend known that I I went to high school with him. Anyways, here's a snippet. Oh shoot, <laughs> I gotta piss.
1: Play it real quick and then you <laughs> we'll play it and we'll it.
2: Yeah, so this is probably my favorite song we made. It's- So this is him singing the first part.
0: Stoney babs you walk on up my
2: Yeah, so it's like was it's that kinda, you
1: on the second part? No, that's that him doing him.
2: head. He's like he sings in head voice, so it's kind of cool because I, I feel like I'm pretty good at mids, and he does like the 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 highs, and it's like it's it's cool going back and forth and being in a group. I've never done that before, so
0: sick. Are yeah. you producing that song? Are you doing the? Beat? We have an
2: engineer with us. Sick. Yeah. Are you doing the beats or what? Uh, we kind of like he'll make the beats, and then I'll like give him like yo change this or whatever Beautiful. Yeah.
0: Well, pow, I'm very excited. Thank you. <laughs> debut album. Yeah. Coming in December. Yeah. Side Project incoming. And, uh, fuck yeah. Heck yeah. You good? Yeah. Have you ever cursed? Yeah. yeah. you curse been in all interview. No, he's, <laughs> I've been cursing. He I, says heck.
2: I feel, I feel awkward when I say the F word, to I, be honest, but what? I'll say it sometimes. But you want to say it right now? No. <laughs> I'll feel awkward. It's not <laughs> I uh, You know what? Just tell me to fuck off. <laughs> I, uh, the one thing I I don't say those is the Lord's
0: name in vain. That's uh, yes, respect. That's a, one of the commandments. Yeah, but also like you, both kind because you're Canadian and a Christian. But I feel like Canadians <laughs> don't curse much either.
2: Yeah, I I disagree. I think they're crazy.
0: Well, some of them, yeah, are fucking crazy.
2: I think down south in America they probably swear the most, right? And then. Well, actually, I, I don't mean, know. no, we're all fucked. I think all yeah. Americans I think curse too serves. much. Dude, yeah. if
0: you make one wrong turn here in L.A., somebody will curse you out and beat the shit out of <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> it's insane. We <laughs> are, yeah, we, we 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 run the road. But go to the bathroom, Palfu, listen to... Uh, Surrounded by hounds and serpents. Yes, mm-hmm. on Amazon Music, and we're going to put a link in the description below, obviously. Appreciate you, man. No, thank you. Uh, please, you know, keep coming back. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for putting up with us. Palfu, everybody. Woo. Hey, beautiful human, you made it to our conversation with Pau Fu. Really appreciate it. Check out his entire discography and music only on Amazon Music. Big thanks to GoPuff for delivering this interview to you. And uh, big thanks to you for putting up with me. Really appreciate it. Now be safe on your family if you can, and at a minimum, remind them that you love them. Don't go to jail. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you real soon. And please subscribe to our podcast and share it with those you care about. Peace and love. By the way, today's episode is made possible by a few incredible humans, including our executive producers, Michael D. Ratner, Scott Ratner, Dylan Martyr, Dan Zola, Joshua Russack, and Olivia Rudensky. Our senior director, Toby Lawless. Our associate producers, Eve Bishop and Claudia Villarreal. Our music is by James Asciutto. Our editor is Camera Carlos Gomez. Our sound mixer is Daniel Chavez-Crook. Our post-production manager is Caroline Rude. And I'm your host and executive producer, Zach Sang. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I'll talk to you real soon.